This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you, Sue. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. Just getting uh, getting used to the new setup. You know, it's been yeah. good. We've uh, kind of uh, easing back into uh, a, a shop uh, show, shop show. A shop uh, show, uh, yeah, that has, right. uh, you know, it has the uh, added benefits and challenges of recording while the shop's open. And yeah. so, uh, just trying to figure that out. But, uh, man, things are good. It's so good to be uh, here. This is go time, man. It's, uh, it's the time of year where... Uh, folks are rushing in to buy, uh, you know, uh, gifts and things like that. I, I laugh this time of year so much as a retailer uh, because the gifts often wind up being for the purchaser. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I, I really do think people go into the the Christmas season thinking, yeah, you know, I'm spending all this money on other people. Ah, what's another couple hundred yeah. bucks on myself? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it is you know, especially with like Black Friday, and you know, we're, we got Cyber Monday going on right no, now. No, that's right. Yeah, and you know, you look at some of these deals, and you know. I mean, you know you're going to buy it for yourself if somebody doesn't get it for you anyway. That's, that's, I know, and right? you'll just be kicking yourself if you didn't take advantage of well, the fact and, it was half off. So, and, and, you know. and these kids, too, they'll come in and they'll kind of anticipate their Christmas gifts. Yeah. So they'll be like, okay, well, I, I, I'm pretty sure grandma's good for 75 bucks. Right, right, right. And, right. and, and then, you know, typically my parents are good for 50 bucks <laughs> right. or, or, or maybe even 100 if I've been good. And so you know, they, they start calculating this stuff up. And, well, Aunt Jenny, you know, she sends me a Visa gift card once a year. And, you know, maybe if I can, I can, I can parlay that into uh you know a little more tobacco and so it's like they're spending money they don't even have yet yeah and I mean, uh and, and, and it, it, keeps, uh, it keeps uh you know dusty old pipe shops like this one uh open no it's good <laughs> that's good that's what you gotta do man no it's uh it's a lot of fun though we've got got some cool uh stuff on the shelves and uh cool promotions obviously during the during the season and it, things are things are going great well i know? noticed that the shop is not quite uh, uh christmas fied or or, or you know, holiday we haven't decked, decked out the yet. halls yet yeah yeah we, we've got some of that uh, that you know we we've got in the back, but honestly, I've had to because we had this new uh, real estate. It's our first Christmas in the new shop. Um, I, we've had to go purchase some new Christmas decoration. This is going to be the first time we you know are doing this here, and um, we hadn't quite figured it out yet. So uh, you know the the Christmas decorations this year I think are going to be a little hodgepodge, but we'll uh, we'll get there. I'm sure it'll be great. You know, I'm sure it'll be great. Of course, it'll be, whatever it is, it'll be very country squire well the, the country squire uh christmas party is always kind of the event of the season so you know that's I'm right sure it's going to look beautiful when the when that's the time right. Is right we'll get that going we're trying to settle on a date for that still um of course we do have a cigar event again on uh december 12th that's a wednesday and uh the folks with ashton cigars will be here at the shop but um looking more for a uh, pipe centric um and uh group of folks to come for our uh, our annual Christmas party, which will be a little closer on to Christmas. So uh, we'll get those dates out real soon. That's good. And, uh, I'm, I'm always excited about that. Typically potluck thing, and we'll do some tobacco swap stuff, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Well, so. you know, for me, man, we are officially in the, uh, in the holiday season, definitely the Christmas season. And, um, you know, this past weekend, we went out to buy a Christmas tree. And oh yeah, we're, yeah we're, people typically that's kind of what folks do. It seems like is uh, they wait till right after Thanksgiving, and then it's safe to pull the trigger. Yeah, man. without being judged. I think right? so. Yeah. I, I think that's that's <laughs> the safe bet. And yeah. so, um, but you know, this year was very special uh, in that you know this this last past year it's it's been uh, it's been a long year, and um, you know, my family when uh, my my mother's side of the family 
they they had this big house they grew up in and we went to Christmas every single year. Yeah. Yeah. And they just this last past month sold that house and it's just been so crushing, like emotionally that's, crushing. That's tough. That's really hard. And I mean, this is the house that like when I was a kid, like I went down the stairs for and waited for Santa at the top of the stairs yeah, and everything. Yeah. The the tree was so big that like you felt like it was a mountain. I mean, it was just massive. So this year <laughs> kind of overwhelming. This year I decided to take that overwhelmingness back. And so we measured the the you know, from floor to, to roof. This like, is in your current house. This is in our current house. Okay. And we got the biggest tree. In fact, it was a foot bigger than would actually fit in our house. What the? It went, went a little bit above and beyond. Did, did you did you have to do one of those, like, almost Dr. Seuss things where it bends at the top? Or how, how did that? You know what I mean? How, how did you manage that? How so, did that work? So there, there, there may be a bit of a, a mark on the, the, the ceiling right now from <laughs> that occurring. That, that crummy little ceiling popcorn has started to uh, wear off right yeah. above the Christmas tree. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we, we, had to, we had to saw off about a foot from the base, and then we ended up having That's to trim great. the top. And then we literally... Really had to prune this thing because honestly, it takes up a fourth of the room that it's in. It's well, it's good. Your kids, it's will, massive. Your kids will remember that. Yeah. I, I think so, and it is funny. We had my my, my siblings came over, <laughs> my parents came over, and uh, you know, we kind of looked at the tree, and everybody comments about this is the biggest tree a York has ever had. No, in their house. I think it's just funny because what's going to happen is y'all will go out for a night or something and come back, and your precious little dog Isley will have that Joker all over yeah. the floor. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's pretty good, but that is always the concern. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yep. that that's all beautiful, man. That's well, great. Also. Uh, doing some fun stuff uh, for for the holidays this year. You know, I, I think I mentioned it last week, but I started doing some uh, live streaming on the Twitch yep. Yep. with the uh, the Squire Scallywags yep. on uh, Thursday nights. So if you want to tune in for some pirating uh, video game uh, uh, Christmas stuff, that's on Thursday. This uh, oh, seven that's fun. P- okay, uh, seven p.m. CT, and that's uh, that's Thursday, November thirtieth. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Good. But man, it hasn't all been about the holiday preparations. It's also been been about, been about uh, doing what we really should have been doing, or in this case, me. Right. All year long, which is, of course, taking care of the good folks who are members of the Country Squire Radio yeah, International Pipeline. No, that's Club. right. We've got um, got a little a little housekeeping and some news for that. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> for everybody, um, I don't even want to say how far back it goes, but but for many of you, you know, uh, this last past amount of time, uh, there have not been the welcome packages going out with the digital cards, with the, the you know the club member number, and of course with the RSS feed containing the archive. Yeah, we went and, into and that's of, for some technical reasons. Exactly on that part. The the, uh, the other part is for a, a variety of reasons. Well, yeah, let's let, that that sounds good. Let's go with that. <laughs> but regardless, uh, as of this weekend. Every single Country Squire Radio Club member should now have in their possession. Check your inboxes if you haven't uh, done so yet. But you've got your your Country Squire Radio International Club card, uh, which contains your your unique club member number. Uh, and as of today, literally today, the RSS feed that will be the Country Squire Radio archived 100, first 100 episodes uh, is also now in your possession. Now, what you need to do for those who are uh, patrons, and not just club members, but patrons, is you'll need to add that RSS feed to your podcast player of choice. And the first thing you'll notice is, huh, there's only one episode in here and it's like, 50 seconds long. Well, that's because it's a, uh, I didn't even know that was in there to be, to first off. And second of all, it's an outtake, uh, clip of me and John David that we recorded once before the show. <laughs> you remember that, uh, the turn down for what bit that we did? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You put that in there? I, I accidentally. <laughs> 
<laughs> just it just was what it said there. But anyway, over the next couple of weeks, consider this almost like the 12 days of Christmas. It's the 12 days of Country Squire Radio, as we will be uh, inputting all of those 100 episodes into that feed. So if you want to make sure that you're on top of that to get some of the worst audio you've ever heard uh, coming at you, be sure to uh, check your inbox. And for any new patrons or new club members, you now have access to that RSS feed. The moment that you sign up, you'll get an email letting you know thank you and also giving you that RSS feed to add to your yeah. uh, play, well, player of choice. And, 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 you know, just let's take a, a, a little step back for those of us that uh, don't know our initials and uh, technology stuff as much. So, you know, if, if you sign up to join the Country Squire, you can do so through Patreon. Patreon.com slash Country Squire Radio. If you, if you do that, you get access to our first 100 episodes. Um, and, and that is through the RSS feed uh, that Bo's referring to. So we, we actually, yeah. that was messed up for a long time because our inter- our website it was hacked. Um, actually got hacked. Yeah. And so we didn't have access to that for, for quite some time, uh, which for some of y'all was probably a blessing because it gave you an opportunity to fall in love with us currently yes. before diluting your understanding <laughs> of us by going to those early episodes from 2013 that uh, some of which frankly are atrocious. But uh, but anyway, there's some good stuff back there. And so that's uh, that's just a little gift that we have for you. Um, and so um, anyway, that's, that's available now. We're really, uh, really thrilled to make that uh, out there and you can go back and listen to just some just some awful audio <laughs> yeah i mean it, it is it is terrible uh but again that's, that's patreon patreon.com slash country squire radio yep. is the uh place to do it and even if you're just becoming a patron for just a dollar an episode uh that'll still gain you access to the full 100 uh episode archive that'll be rolling out here over the next couple of weeks Ooh. all right man is there any other uh housekeeping that we need to mention you know i don't think so oh you know what there is there is oh, yeah you know, we're, we're already no, on to right. christmas but right. there is one thing that we need to mention from thanksgiving uh of course last episode we had our thanksgiving special which was a ton of fun yep uh and on it we showcased some of the com- custom cobs uh, that were in the custom cob competition. This is uh, for those that don't know. This is an annual competition that we do, where listeners send in uh, uh, Missouri Meerschaum pipes that they've customized, and it's it's a lot of fun. We we love the entries and and seeing kind of the creativity <laughs> that's out there. And interestingly enough, as we do record this podcast now from the shop here about midday. Uh, Somebody walked in literally as we were closing out the show. That's right. Our friend Jay. With a with a new entry. Yep. So like like you know, you talk about kind of getting it into the right, right uh, there. Wait, yeah, and in fairness, he actually had, had called me and he was like, Look, can I can I bring it in like you know, a couple days before, I was like, nah, the, um, you know, the time had already elapsed for that and we'd done, he was like, okay, well, um, man, I hate that, you know, but I, cause I've got some ideas. Well, anyway, the day we do the show, uh, Jay, who's from Southwest Mississippi, him and his wife, uh, drove up longtime friends of the country squire. And, um, and so anyway, right, literally as we were getting done recording last week's Thanksgiving episode, Jay's like, Hey, I got one more. I know it's too late for the contest, but um, but here you go. And uh, and he wants to give it to us for this uh, for this good cause that we're doing. So. All right. So here it is. We wanted to showcase it. So yeah. again, it, it obviously uh, was not eligible for the competition. It's a turkey leg. It's a turkey leg. <laughs> and this is great because he was very specific about that. He yeah. said, you know, um, you know, I was thinking about a turkey leg. And of course, the way that a pipe is formed, you got the bowl, which is kind of the big side, and right. the stem, which is going to be uh, more the small side. So you'd think it would go that way. We actually right. saw the the tiny turkey leg that. that went in that route right but he very accurately pointed out that when you're eating a turkey the the big part is what goes towards your mouth it, it puts in your mouth exactly right. and, so, and so he put the large portion of the turkey leg it's all on the stem baby which is closer to the stem look so, at that uh so it's good yeah and, and i forget he he mentioned what type of wood this is it's like some kind of knot 
off a tree or something. It almost to me, I, I even asked him if it looks like a gourd or if it, <laughs> right? if it was a gourd. Yeah. Kind of, but it, it's a piece of wood. It's uh, solid. I'll have to get with Jay and figure out again what that is. But uh, really cool, man. And, and what was so neat, uh, honestly, is that he wanted to. Um, you know, gift that to the competition, even though he didn't make it in time, uh, because in the next few days here, we'll be auctioning all these pipes off. Uh, the proceeds, of course, will go uh, to the Ronald McDonald House. And uh, and so we're, we're so grateful for that. Isn't that but, just the pipe community? No, I mean, it, like, it is. Not man. even no, eligible to, to compete or, or win, but he He's still like, wanted no, to have throw, throw this that, in the kitty. Yeah, that's no, awesome. it, was, it was great. So we'll uh, we'll be putting those out for auction uh, here real soon. We're um, we're thrilled about how all that came out. Yep. T- tell you something else I'm thrilled about, man. It's a Squire Select episode. <laughs> Day drinking, baby. I know, right? <laughs> and, I've, and I've been thinking about this, you know, all morning. I was like, okay, we're preparing for uh, a Squire Select episode. You know what I didn't do to prepare to, for today's Squire Select episode? Eat food? Eat food. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you I know, didn't eat any food. You know what I didn't do to prepare? What? Eat, eat food. food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm hoping the caloric intake over the next uh-huh. uh, last few days of, uh, you know, all the Thanksgiving leftovers. Is it balances kinda, it out. Kind of residual. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. But, um, yeah. So, anyway, we're going to uh, we're gonna experiment and... And y'all might have to come scoop us off the floor by uh, by three o'clock this afternoon. But this is going to be brilliant. Um, no, it's going to be great. So for those that uh, <laughs> that don't know, uh, a Squire Select is where we take various, um, typically beverages and typically of the uh, uh, brown liquid variety, and uh, uh, compare them and, and pair them rather with various pipe tobaccos, so that you know, you know, if you're enjoying this particular beverage, this is the tobacco to have with it, and if you have this t- particular tobacco, this is the beverage to pick up for it. Um, we have. Done also, you know, I think we've done gin in the past. We've also done some tea. Uh, coffee has been discussed. But ultimately, it's all about the whiskey. The brown water. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so, uh, John David, I'm, I'm super excited, man. Well, what, what do you have for us today? Yeah, so today we've got a couple of interesting things. Uh, went to a whiskey tasting recently, uh, and these are two whiskeys that were Ooh. featured, uh, which I thought was really interesting and um, hadn't had a lot of... Uh, experience with either one of these brands before, uh, but thought we'd kind of bust them out, see what other people thought, and uh, I think there's some good good stuff here, although it's uh, a little different from our normal wheelhouse, probably what you and I both uh, typically prefer, but right. I think this time of year, folks do uh, kind of like something a little more sweet, a little lighter, uh, you know, something that's, uh, you know, just a little more um, Christmassy, maybe, and so uh, there's some good good stuff going on here. So, the first one. I'm excited for this, man. This is Pendleton's 1910 Canadian Rye Whiskey. Oh. And so, uh, really good. It's a beautiful bottle. If you'll kind of look, it's uh, got this uh, really uh, ornate, uh, you know, crystal indention here. It almost uh, refers to like a, a Old West theme. Lots of paisley little things oh, in the bottle, which yeah, is real, yeah. real pretty. Uh, Pendleton 1910 Canadian Rye Whiskey. It says 700 milli- 750 milliliters. It's a, it's a fifth. 40% alcohol by volume. So Pendleton, of course, this is a brand that's been around for um, for a little while. It was, it was founded in 2003. Um, and I, I love this, right? We always, every time we introduce one of these, uh, you know, whiskey brands or, uh, you know, spirit brands, it, we, we have to tell a little bit of history about the brand itself. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, absolutely. and so much, so, so much of the more recent brands, they try to build up this real, uh, you know, flowery, uh, romanticized kind of, uh, you know, uh, history about their stuff. But brother, you co-host a pipe tobacco podcast. No, I, I, I know, I know. Right. But, <laughs> But, it, but at least our shop's been here 50 years, you know. I mean, right. with, uh, with with Pendleton, you know, they've been around since 2003. And they, they you know, their theme was to, um, or their their angle really on this was to, you know, to create something that was inspired by uh, Pacific Northwest cowboys, right? And so... Um, oh, wait, 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 hang on. So 2003. Right. And 
from Canada. Uh, right. And Cowboys. Right. All right, I'm just, I'm just yeah, want to make sure I'm tracking. Just want to make sure you got just all the pieces. Just want to make there. sure I got no, all the pieces. That, no, that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, it, it's interesting. Um, they they uh, they were kind of going after the, the rodeo cowboy uh, deal. Of course, in, in Western Canada, you've got some of that kind of cowboy culture that bleeds up from places like Montana and northern Washington and uh, places like that. Except they ride mooses. It, except, no, they do. They ride, mm-hmm. they ride mooses, yep. uh, which is uh, obviously, you know, that's a fact. That's how Monty's um, do it. Yeah. Pendleton is a small town in northeast Oregon, actually, that's just real, uh, it's got one of those kind of cowboy country uh, culture things, and there's a big rodeo that's there every year. It's one of the oldest and most prestigious rodeos in the West uh, called the Pendleton Roundup. And so this was actually, even though it's a Canadian company, it was named after that, and they kind of play off that a lot. And so they, you know, they're big sponsors of that, you know, uh, the Pendleton Roundup every year. Uh, And the oldest event that they did dates to 1910. And so they're kind of, you know, Pendleton really playing off this. um, You know, this is not their original one. They have an original line. Uh, But this, uh, the 1910 uh, rye whiskey is, um, you know, kind of in honor of the original Roundup there uh, in 1910, where they have, you know, cowboy boys and girls come from all over the place and, yeah. uh, and do that kind of thing. So, um, so hundred percent rye whiskey here. Uh, it's about $50 a, uh, a bottle in the United States. Yeah. I mean, like you said, man, beautiful bottle. Uh, it, it, <laughs> we, we love our Canadian friends, but that honestly, Never mind. I should just keep my. To myself. <laughs> I know, right? We 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 love our Canadian friends, and no, we're, we do. we're hopefully about to full, love their spirit. Full stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah full, full, full stop. Full stop. Yeah. <laughs> Pendleton, nineteen ten Canadian rye whiskey uh, distilled in Canada is oak barrel aged, a minimum of twelve Ooh. years, and so a uh, lot going on here. But the minimum uh, age of the whiskey in, included here is uh, is twelve years, uh, featuring round, rich notes of tobacco, charred oak, and butterscotch, Ooh. with a spicy rye kick and peppery heat. Uh, Pendleton, nineteen ten rye whiskey is rounded out by the smoothness of maple and sweet cherry to provide a weighty and balanced yet complex flavor profile. The 1910 name pays homage to the year of the first ever Pendleton Roundup and comes packaged in an iconic 750 milliliter or 750 milliliter bottle uh, with a unique and intricately embossed detailing reminiscent of tooling on a saddle. Um, so anyway, it's uh, just kind of a cool, um, cool, you know, uh, thing going on there but you, you can tell they're they're trying really hard to go yeah. after the uh the kind of old west thing yeah no that's that's good and i mean like you know there's I, you know whenever westworld comes on i always like to have like a good rye whiskey with that kind of uh, uh story in mind and i i will say that a lot of times when i'm going for something to kind of accompany that you know that westworld that red dead redemption whatever it is that i'm doing uh, a large part of that goes to the the bottle itself, and I mean, like this does look like you can and see it, it in the in some fancy saloon. And it that's does, out there right? In no, the west, it, it, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you get yourself a sarsaparilla and you sit down. <laughs> All right, so this is uh, we're about to see if Canada knows what they're talking so about. So Pendleton's uh, nineteen ten. All right, here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, first first thing, that is way sweeter than I would have expected from a rye. Yep. I mean, like, it's got the right kick on the back end, but, like, when you know a lot of times when you, you kind of read some of the descriptions of, like, oh, you pick out all these notes, but now this one, no, no this is actually pretty dang accurate yeah, in no, terms it, of the, it <laughs> the really, description. It really here. is, yeah. So, so you know, like you had mentioned, you, you, I was interesting. I was interested to see if you would pick that up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically with Rise, you know, right off the bat, you're going to have that, 
um, a good burn. The bite, right? Yeah, yeah. The the bite. There's a um, there's a kind of a heat there, a complexity. It's a little drier. Um, it's intense. Um, and and this doesn't really have that. It's a sweeter. It's got it a bit very, on the back end. It, there's a little bit of the kind of medicinal flavor on the back end, but um, you know, we talk about the. Um, the cherryness of it, right? I mean, you got a, a sincere cherry sweetness there that um, is very apparent as soon as you, uh, you know, try this whiskey. And and uh, you know, I think that's what sets it apart from a lot of other ryes. Now, now, one thing in researching this that I learned, apparently, when you talk about Canadian rye whiskey, they have a lot more flexibility in calling things rye than United States rye whiskeys. And so, so a rye whiskey in the U.S. has to be 51% rye. That's right. Uh, just like a bourbon has to be 51% corn. Well, in Canada, they can kind of fudge on that a little bit. I'm not sure about the... the um, oh, you, you Canada. Know, so, so that's, so that's kind of where some of this is coming from. You know, the sweetness of this is really interesting. It, it reminds me of some, uh, some bourbons uh, that have a that kind of a fruit sweetness to them. Um, I almost, almost uh, kind of compare this to almost like a like an after dinner liqueur yeah. or something. You know what I mean? It's got a sweetness that's like an after dinner uh, digestive kind of thing. So, the, so the butterscotch nature of it kind of yeah. really stands out to me. Yeah, I see that too. Um, you know, I, I would almost not not. It's definitely not a one for one, but there's almost kind of a similar to like a tool more do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just kind of that that almost unnaturally sweet for what you would expect to yeah. sit down with. Uh, this particular drink, if you don't yeah. know anything going back into it, I you yeah. know, but I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. No, it, it's good whiskey if you want something that's uh, very sippable. You got to know what you're getting into. Uh, very, Absolutely. you know, it's a it's a sweeter whiskey. It's one of those that I think would be a nice change up for this time of year. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, you yeah. think about oh, holidays and you kind of you know letting yourself you know have a little bit of this and that uh, that you normally don't, and mm-hmm. so you know it's a it's a good Christmas time whiskey, I think. All right, so here's something that I'm always interested in about kind of sweeter whiskeys and that sort of thing, because yeah. a lot of times if if I'm not like. If I'm if I'm not like in love with a bourbon or or a rye and just like every single flavor, um, then I think okay, well this will you know at the very least I can you know make a Manhattan or something you know I can I can make right good exactly. mixing uh, right. M- mixing whiskey with something like this it's already so sweet it'd be I can't even imagine putting this in a cocktail it, it'd be hard you gotta to like it. Yeah, you have to go into it kind of kind of knowing what yeah. you're what you're going after there. So, yeah. so so what are we going after? For so its so obviously uh, we're pairing this with a pipe tobacco. That's mm-hmm. what we do. And uh, you know, I I wanted to go a couple of different ways with this. The Pendleton's is 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 great on its own. Uh, I I think it's a it's a good whiskey on its own for for what it is. Um, you could go a couple ways. You could go. How do we come up with some contrasting flavors to you know bring out uh, some differences here? Um, or you know, can we find a tobacco that's similar enough to this that it just kind of complements it and completes it uh, mm. rather than rather than contrasting? I had yeah. a hard time as I was kind of thinking through this, uh, contrasting different tobaccos to what you're getting here on this flavor profile. And so think about um, you do have a sweeter, uh, very sippable tobacco. Um, it, it didn't seem like a good candidate to pair with a smoky English or Balkan blend. Uh, you know, I didn't really get the uh, kind of f- uh, fruity mustiness there that the Orientals would uh, really pair with. I, I kind of just felt led to um, match this with something that uh, that that was very uh, very kindred spirits. You know, sure, yeah, uh, absolutely. As far as that goes, and so um, proud of this one. I think I think I got a good tobacco here that we um, that we picked up. But today we are pairing this with uh, Mac Barron's 
cherry ambrosia mixture. I had a feeling we were going to go yep. this route. Okay, and, interesting. And, and so, yeah, fun fun tobacco. This is this is great. Um, you know, the cherry ambrosia, of course, it's it's made by Mac Barron, one of the best uh, you know tobacco companies in the world. Uh, we love them in the United States. They're uh, you know paired up with Sutliff Tobacco, which uh, we you know love them as well. Um, you know, Mac Barron tobaccos typically. Uh, they're known to have that little bit of bite, right? They're known to have, um, you know, a little bit of uh, of a of a crisp bite. Um, that I think, if anything is missing in this particular whiskey, is a, just a little bit of a pleasant bite. Does that make sense? Yeah, you kind you kind of know what I mean, like that that pleasant bite that you expect, particularly from a rye whiskey. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and and I think with the Mac Baron. Uh, you're kind of adding that to the mix, but still kind of augmenting the uh, the cherry flavors. This also has a little bit of vanilla. You'll get some kitchen spices uh, that are there. It's just real, uh, you know, simple, but um, but semi-sweet and, uh, you know, not over the top. It's just kind of a nice uh, nice comparison here to the, uh, the 1910 from Pendleton. So, um, again, the cherry is subtle, but it's very tasty. Um, and, and this is a great uh, tobacco to pair with a whiskey because, like any MacBaron tobacco, again, it's it's going to force you to kind of slow the process down, sip the tobacco, uh, smoke it at a cooler temperature, um, you know, really appreciate some of those subtle flavors that come out. And, um, and, and, and so anyway, I think, uh, I think folks will particularly enjoy the, uh, the cherry ambrosia with, uh, with the Pendleton's 1910. Yeah. So, of course for yep. the, uh, the 10 of the Mac Baron, I mean, Mac Baron, it's just classic. It's just, yeah. I mean like, you, yeah. you, you know, who you, they you are. know exactly what, <laughs> you know exactly what you're getting. Though, exactly. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, you know, you do have kind of a little bit of their logo, um, as you do with many of their tins, that's kind of faded in the back and that sort of thing. But bright cherry, uh, bright cherry yep. red for a for a cherry tobacco. So yep, makes some sense. All right, all right. I, I had a feeling you were going to go this kind of go in that direction. Yeah, yeah. Which so, which also made me nervous, honestly, because I'm not a huge cherry tobacco fan. Yeah, and so I kind of felt like, all right, well, <laughs> seeing this over in the corner, I was like, huh. <laughs> it's gonna. You're not necessarily necessarily doubling down on the cherry. Uh, flavor here, mm. but I, I think what you are doing is trying to complete uh, maybe the the little pieces that the 1910 just doesn't have. If you're looking for uh, kind of more of a full body whiskey, experience. no, it makes sense, so, absolutely. Uh, and the flavors certainly in this pairing are not going to clash at, at all. So, um, so good, yeah, it's I, a good, I, good, good choice. Yeah, I thought good that choice. was I thought that was solid. All right, um, well, and I did actually finish uh, pretty much my entire drink here, so I, you, I, I I'll give it to the Canadians. You, they, you uh, did. They made a very polite beverage, as we'll see in some of our listener feedback. It, that's <laughs> very, very good. Very polite. Yeah. Um, taking a taking a picture of that. See, that's the other benefit of the current setup is yeah, you, you, this nice view of all of the, the items. We get the nice view, but unfortunately, on the, the YouTube yeah, it's kind of cut off so, there. Yeah, right. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. adjusting that as we go along here. <laughs> um, so so next uh, in the uh, in the lineup here, this is an interesting. You know, you mentioned Tullamore Dew earlier. Uh, other Irish whiskey. Oh yeah, obviously absolutely. we love uh, you know the folks at Jameson um, as well. Uh, one of the um, you know classic um, you know distilleries in Ireland that's been around for you know centuries is the distillery there at Bushmills. Bushmills, uh, it's been around a long time. It has been under continuous operation since 1885, but the distillery was actually built in 1784, and so it goes oh, way okay. way back there. Of course, Ireland has a real uh, rich tradition of pipe smoking and tobacco culture in its own right. Oh, of course. Um, you know, we not just think of you know Peterson itself, but but uh, you know way back uh, before that. And, and so I, I felt like this was a you know we're, we're, we're in Ireland, right? So it's good a uh, good thing to pair. 
the the all Bushmills bottles actually say 1608 on them, uh, which was actually the 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 year the distillery wasn't founded then, but that was the year that the royal title was granted to uh, that particular area to be able to legally uh, legally make whiskey. Uh, which really? I think, which I think is kind of interesting. Interesting, so, yeah. Um, so last year, uh, of course, Bushmills, they've been around for, you know, since dirt. And uh, <laughs> they, they decided to come out with um, with what they call Red Bush. And uh, Red Bush, uh, this is a different kind of whiskey uh, that is more uh, malt-based. And so they have their, their normal grain whiskey. It's, uh, it's grain whiskey that is aged in American oak barrels and then blended with a single malt whiskey. This is going to kind of amp that malty... Uh, maltiness up. It's a darker whiskey. The Red Bush, uh, you know, you can immediately look at it and know, uh, note kind of the caramel colors that are there. Um, it's smooth, triple distilled, uh, and and matured in bourbon casks, and so it'll it'll have more mm. of that kind of full bodied uh, flavor. Uh, it's it's semi sweet, but not nearly as sweet, I, I think, as the Pendletons that we tried. Uh, and so, you know, you're going to go into this thinking, okay, this is this is Irish whiskey. Uh, it's one of those that you know is going to be uh, maybe a little lighter than your favorite, uh, you know, Scotch or or bourbon. But um, you know, it, it'll have its own natural sweetness. And um, I don't know. I think enough complexity to to be good either on the rocks or as a mixer. Can I just say something real quick? Yeah. If these two bottles were people, I feel like they would hate each other. <laughs> I mean, they should. pretty good. They shouldn't. You know, yeah. like they'd probably hang out and realize, you know, oh, I don't know actually what, what Red Bush tastes like yet. But, yeah. uh, but you know, they, they just. No, they're just. They're you know what different. I mean? Like yeah. these two bottles the, just the look Pendleton's, like. We have kind of this uh, ornate, uh, you know, yeah. over the top kind of thing going on. It's Te- very, very textured. Uh, te- textured. And, and, and Red Bush, you know, the, with uh, <laughs> Bushmills, it's just a. Uh, yeah, it's just like a rectangle. I mean, it looks like you got this, bo- this bottle out of like maybe the recycling bin and just filled yeah. it up with a little bit of whiskey. <laughs> no offense to our good friend at Bushmills. No, but, that's uh, right. That's right. All right. <laughs> Shall we? Cheers. Cheers. It's an Irish whiskey. Yep. Which is, you know, Irish whiskey, I, I remember like the first time that I had Irish whiskey <laughs> was fa- fairly early on in my whiskey journey. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh man, this is, uh, man, this is, you know, so good. Woo! Ooh, it's so good, so strong, and it's not that I don't like Irish whiskey at all, but it's it's very smooth. Like this, this right here, very smooth. It it is. It is the only bite you'll get is that pleasant little bite right before, uh, right before kind of as you're swallowing the mm-hmm. the whiskey. Um, you know, there's just a little bit of heat on the back end. Um, you know, just a real, um, you know, again, caramel butterscotch. You're not getting as many as the of the uh, fruit flavors that are there, but it's not. It's certainly not a, a very bold, robust. Uh, you know. A, peaty uh flavor although it might be more than the uh than the regular bushmills i feel like i've made this comparison before on squire select episodes yeah yeah but i find myself right now in a similar situation i did the first night that i saw pirates of the caribbean mm-hmm. which is i watched that movie i watched two movies in one night back to back live in theaters yeah, yeah the first one was league of extraordinary gentlemen with sean connery <laughs> and it was just <laughs> awful i mean it's just the worst and then I immediately went right after that and saw Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, which, of course, is a fantastic film. But, like, I, for me, it's always been, like, a step above everybody else's appreciation for it because yeah. the movie I saw before was so bad. Was so bad. <laughs> and, again, I'm not trying to, to compare these two, but that's it, just the fact that you're coming from one to the other. And, and It's just that different. I'm saying you hit me with a rye, yeah. and it comes in all sweet, and I, it doesn't quite do it for me so to speak no, yeah that's here fair. you got an irish yeah. whiskey that tastes like an irish whiskey and after that kind of you kind know, of as advertised yeah right? yeah and, and yeah. honestly it's 
it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, as all uh, Irish whiskeys uh, go, of course, it's been aged uh, at least three years, uh, which is uh, what they have to say. Um, it's it's got a little sweetness there, but not nearly the the sugary sweetness that the Pendleton's has, um, which is good. Now, the, now pairing this, of course, um, in prepping for this, uh, you know, we came over here to sit down for our podcast today. Um, and I uh, accidentally left the tobacco for this in my office. No, which is about which is about uh, I don't know forty feet behind us <laughs> and, here. But and we should um, mention too. We'll pull back the curtain a little bit. Yeah, with, with the yeah. current setup, in order for us to get out of these chairs, it's about a forty-five minute process. This is not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which which will change over time. Right. But but for the for the moment, right. it's, it's like we're jacked we're into the matrix right yeah. now. <laughs> so, um, but I am proud of this uh, particular uh, pairing. We have um, everyone knows and loves the um, the the tobacco. Well, I say everybody. Our, our Virginian lovers uh, know and love the tobacco uh, 5100 that, of course, we had from mm. McClellan for years. Venerated tobacco, one of those that uh, was just uh, kind of set the bar, set the standard for so many mature Virginias. And um, Sutliff, uh, in their own right, uh, has had a tobacco on the market for some time. It's called uh, their 515RC1. Now, this tobacco, of course, uh, just like 5100, it doesn't have a particularly... Uh, interesting name it doesn't have a name that uh you know screams hey this is what this is or, mm-hmm. or anything it's just a number it's a code um but the Sutliff 515 rc1 it's a matured virginia that a lot of folks when when mcclellan went out of business they kind of pivoted towards uh towards this other tobacco and so the Sutliff tobacco it's a really nice uh red virginia it's been matured it's not um it it, it is not analogous 100 percent to the 5100 but uh it's a great tobacco in its own right and I, and I think really paired well with this particular whiskey it's yep. is it a is it a bulk tobacco do you find it in 10 it's How, a bulk tobacco yeah, yeah. and so that's that's one thing you know we a lot of times if we feature a bulk tobacco on squire select it'll be one of the squires blends right something that we make here in the shop sure. uh, ourselves but um but this is kind of a new thing for us we and uh, to be clear haven't done this very often a squire a squire blend is not just it's a renamed bulk tobacco no that's right yeah we actually hand blend all our stuff here at the shop right yeah um but you know um we there are some great bulk tobaccos that are out there and so the 515 rc1 it is a really great matured virginia you're going to get a toastiness there a zestiness there Ooh. um the the tanginess that that is there it's not quite as uh tangy you think of that vinegary ketchup that the 5100 had um it, it has that it's not quite as pronounced as the 5100 but uh, but the 515 rc it's uh it's got some of that in its own right uh which comes from not just the leaf itself but the extra processing the aging the fermentation that that leaf is going through bringing out some of those natural sugars and flavors um which i, I think paired really nicely with the uh, the Bushmills red bush man so, i can dig it that's um, good yeah there's a mellow richness there um that i think um again we're not trying to really uh contrast the red bush we're trying to just uh you know come alongside it and augment some of those uh, flavors and so the toastiness there uh, that you might get from some of the malt whiskeys that are uh, blended in this particular whiskey, uh, I think is um, you know paired nicely with the toastiness of the uh, of the five one five RC. So I like um, it, man. Yeah. So that's uh, that's it. How much is uh, this uh, Red Bush? Did you say that? You know, I actually didn't get that. Yeah, I, I think it. Um, 
I think it's close to the same as a normal Bushmills fifth. So, you know, we're talking 20, 25 bucks. Yeah, a really, really like affordable. That. Yeah, All right, real I'm, affordable. Ah, yep. man. I might, pretty, I, pretty good, huh? I might have to pick this up again. Yeah. I, it, and, might be the, it might be the Pirates of the Caribbean effect. It might be or the um, <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen effect. But I'm really right. enjoying it. No, it's one of those things, you know, you'll be able to um, kind of throw it in the rotation occasionally. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and also good uh, good on ice uh, or good as a, uh, as a mixer. Straight up, man. Yeah. I, I like it straight up. Although a good mixer is good to do this time of year. And let's mix things up a little bit right now Ooh. by talking about an awesome pipe. Yep. Now, of course, this is a pipe that is a fine quality. And as one Jedi Master Yoda said, judge it by its size, do you? Well, we don't. <laughs> We're talking, of course, about the little <laughs> mini from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right, man. We have uh, uh, the <laughs> mini pipe is sponsoring today's show. Of course, our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum make uh, gorgeous, uh, you know, works of art here right in the United States uh, in Washington, Missouri, and uh, proud sponsors of the show. We're so thankful for them. Uh, today's pipe is the mini. Uh, it is it is a pocket-sized, hand-sized pipe. I'm holding it uh, here in my palm right now, just a really, uh, really handy little pipe. It goes well in, you know, your pocket, in your uh, travel bag, a lady's purse, for for example. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just a really nice way to tote a pipe around with you uh, during the holiday season when you're uh, bustling across town looking for uh, that next Christmas gift or uh, maybe the uh, the next thing to put on the uh, the holiday table. And so um, anyway, just a great pipe. And um, yeah, we, we have a lot of folks that actually smoke these pipes. Yeah, man. In fact, actually, the mini is uh, the the trophy from this year's Custom Cobb competition uh, mounted on a, a beautiful gold star. Uh, and, oh, is that right? And, and gold I, encrusted. Can you? Can you say encrusted if it's just spray painted on? I, 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 th- I think so. All right, gold yeah. encrusted <laughs> and on a beautiful mounted star. So, uh, yeah, absolutely a, a great pipe uh, for, for beautiful decoration and, of course, for smoking your favorite tobacco. Maybe even one of the tobaccos that we've talked about this episode. No, that's right. So if yep. you've got a mini, bust it out, smoke it this week. Let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe question of the week. All right, man. Pipe question this week coming in from Listener Lane. Listener Lane. Listener Lane. Listener. It's like Squire Select. Oh, man. It's an alliteration. Probably should have had breakfast this morning. (laughs) Uh, All right. So here's what Lane had to say. He says, I know there are specialty blends that come out on holidays, but other than aromatic flavors that match the season... Pumpkin spice, really? Uh, is there any reason why certain holiday blends only come out during the end of the year, such as he says leaf availability, harvest restrictions, etc.? Uh, thanks in advance, listener Lane. You know, Lane, a good question. Uh, honestly, uh, most of these tobaccos nowadays are only released just 
at, because you know folks are really good at promoting. Uh, it's a scarcity thing. There are folks that are um, you know wanting to come up with something just interesting and different for a holiday season. Uh, you know, and so it doesn't really have much to do with uh, the uh, you know the the quality of the tobacco or the availability of the tobacco is just a uh, kind of a holiday thing, right? You know, they, there's a reason that, uh, you know, Peeps marshmallow candy only comes out at Easter kind of thing, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you, I guess you could eat it in October if you wanted to, but uh, they just kind of save it for that. Now, having said that, in the past, we have had uh, tobaccos that were uh, limited. Uh, you know, they, they came out once a year with uh, stuff like Christmas cheer because it was a uh, incredibly small batch tobacco. Uh, I guess they could have come out, you know, made Christmas cheer or any other tobacco for uh, another time of year, but they made it for Christmas. And, and it wasn't really because of uh, the December season or anything. It's just because they thought that would be a nice gift uh, kind of, kind of area. But um, really the tobaccos that come out during these times are, um, are, are really just for promotional reasons. And so um, it's just something fun, right? It's something exciting to get uh, into for the holidays. Yeah. And, you know, not really anything that has something to do with the, you know, you know, something with the, uh, you know, tobacco availability. It's just uh, just something fun to get into. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You yeah. know, actually, you mentioned the peeps. And I was thinking about um, there was one year that I got so fed up that Cadbury eggs were only available one time a year. Yeah. It's like the Shamrock Shake or the McRib, right? Like, it's like... like I the McRib. Like, why? Why, why you got to do that to it? <laughs> and so I, I stocked up on Cadbury eggs. Come to find out, Cadbury eggs are only good for a very, like, very select amount of time. Is it a small thing? They go, they yeah. go bad quickly. So I think they use like the ingredients that make the. It's not nougat. I don't know what it is, but the inside interior of Delish, the Cadbury delicious egg. Uh, Cadbury goo. Well, yeah. the, it's the rabbit goo, right? Oh, it, no, the, the, it the, probably the Cadbury, is. The little Cadbury rabbit bring they, out they, the little. They egg, take the right? rabbit, they grind it up, and they turn it into goo, and they put some sugar in there. Hey, you went that far. I did. I didn't have anything to go with the with the <laughs> grinding up of the rabbit. But I mean, you know, there's the the. the it, if, if the egg itself is laid from the rabbit or, or, or comes from the rabbit, then the, the creamy center, we don't know what it is. Gamma radiation some... is, is really, it's its doing it's making some amazing holiday traditions. It's That's fantastic. Fantastic holiday traditions. <laughs> Flying reindeer, rabbits that lay eggs. It's, and, it's and, and the rabbit goo inside the Cadbury egg. Great question, Lane. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, be sure to send it in to us. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Again, that is show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Dot com. Unbelievable. Quickfire with the Squire. All right, man. Quickfire questions. We got in some great quickfire questions in from Christopher Deer. All right, man. You ready for this? Yeah, bring it. Okay. Lemur or koala bear? Um, koala bear. Uh, I, you know, I've, koalas are cute, man, but they will kill you. No, they will. They're, they're, they're vicious. vicious. They're vicious little yes. critters. Yeah. Don't get in the way of their uh, eucalyptus, right? Yeah. Isn't that a thing? <laughs> yes, it but, is. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But, the, but the lemur, I mean, the lemurs, they can be cute, I guess. The little bug-eyed creatures, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the koala bear. Is Le- it koala bear? Man? Lemur's got kind of a creep factor that the koala, koala bear has a cuteness factor. Le- Le- no, yeah, I think I think you're right. The lemur has the, the kind of creepy, I, I don't know, probably the best-loved uh thing of its kind maybe for halloween <laughs> yeah okay I, I can dig that i can do that but the koala will kill you you got to look out for those koalas yep uh all right parik or uh, kentucky dark fired parik yeah yeah eight eight probably eight and a half times out of ten 
Perique. Home team, baby. Yep. Yeah, absolutely, Perique, all the way. Uh, oh, this is good. Norse mythology or Greek mythology? I'm going to go with Greek mythology, but probably by probably by a thread. Mm. You know? Yeah. I mean, they're both iconic. I don't know as much about Norse mythology. See, I think that's... I don't know as much about Greek mythology. I mean, you know, I'm not well-versed in either of these things, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Greek mythology, but, Dude, but by, by hair. I'm a mythology junkie. I love this stuff. And I'm more of like, growing up, I was a big Greek mythology guy. Hey man, what, what you laughing at? No, that's great. I'm a mythology <laughs> junkie, man. I got you. this stuff. I like, love man, it. Yeah, I know everything about sports, dude. Going you know, to history uh, and politics and mythology. Mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me mythology any day of the week. Uh, but no, but like, like going to Athens in particular and seeing kind of all these, uh, you know, uh, uh, various kind yeah, of you know, the cult right. of Zeus and the cult of Aphrodite and all that's this right. stuff. Yeah. And and the other thing too is what, what's fascinating about Greek mythology is that so much of it was actually political because what was going on is as they were kind of acquiring these new kingdoms, they were saying, okay, you have a God of what? Oh yeah, we got that too. Oh, oh who's your God? Oh, it was born out of Zeus's leg. Like they were incorporating a lot of these uh, religious traditions that were kind of permeating the the culture and the politics of the day. Yeah. And they yeah. merged that into, they were essentially retconning their own religion to kind of expand their political reach, which is really fascinating. That's a, yeah, I've and never then, made those connections. And before. on top of that, of course, you have just so much drama, and and it's it's this massive just uh, cosmic soap opera that goes on. So all that to say, it's hard for me not to choose Greek mythology. <laughs> Norse mythology, though, like it, I feel like it's getting its heyday because it's you popular, know, right? Well, Thor is yeah. like in the in, in vogue right now, so you know everybody's talking about kind of that that aspect of things, and you know there is a lot of really cool stuff going on in Norse mythology. I don't know it as well, but I have been kind of pouring more into it lately. But regardless, I got to give it to Greek mythology. Got to give it to Greek mythology. My first love, myth- myth- mythology wise. Good. good. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad you I'm glad you qualified that. <laughs> All right, Krampus or the Grinch, or is it Krampus? It's Krampus. Krampus. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the Grinch. Now, Krampus. I, I'm not super familiar with Krampus, but Krampus is a um, a Scandinavian christmas demon that, yeah. that comes around yeah, yeah. And, and so i need to learn more about it but uh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the grinch there was a movie that that starred a lot of like b-list comedians about krampus i know that and so i know it was like a horror christmas movie yeah no i think that's right yeah um you know i have never this is terrible i've never been a huge fan of the grinch animated special i know it's a classic yeah but like that song for whatever reason just drives me insane that being said between these two, you got to go Grinch. You got to go Grinch. <laughs> I think so. I don't know Krampus all the way. And then finally, 3D or 4K? Uh, don't know much of the difference, so I'll just go with 3D because I've heard of that more often. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, 4K. 3D is... Uh, like TV stuff, right? It is. But yeah. I mean, so, I mean, like, you know, 3D movies and that sort of thing, you had to wear the glasses. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same basic concept. So you can get a 3D TV, but you have to have the... The glasses. The, the glasses, right. Whereas 4K yeah. is just that high definition that it's essentially there. Now, it's not like projecting like an arm, you know. Yeah. If, if we yeah. were doing 3D Country Squire Radio on the live feed, you know, my arm would be coming out of the YouTube channel right now. It'd be like, you know, putting out your pipe or something, right? right? exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> the smoke kind of flies out past the Oh, thing. that'd be a cool idea. It would be a cool idea, but it would be very gimmicky, which is what 3D is. I'm much more 4K. So okay. That's that's, no, that's where fair. I'm going that's that. I learned something today. That's yeah. good. Yeah, you learned that you chose wrong. That's good. All right, well, hey, great quick fire questions. And hey, if you've got some quick fire questions, be sure to send those in. Again, that is show at countrysquireradio.com. Show at countrysquireradio.com. Your thoughts, your comments. 
listener feedback. All right, man. Some great listener feedback in this week from Mike Sig on iTunes. Yes. Yeah. What did Mike have to say? Mike says, uh, refreshing and informative. Bo and JD present information and pipe culture in an entertaining and pleasantly civil manner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's wonderful. That's civil. That, that, we are very we civil. Add that, add that to things that people have called us before. Uh, civil. Yeah, yeah I like that. that. Uh, while I often find podcasters too entertained by themselves. We're that too. Uh, we, we, right. <clears throat> uh, this show approaches life with humility and respect, displaying values I appreciate in the pipe community. Thank you for your hard work, gentlemen. And that's from uh, Mike Sig on iTunes. So, uh, Mike, thanks so much, brother. Mike, that's great, man. Thank you so much. Those are very kind words. And, uh, Civil. Mm. I like I'm so, humble. I, no, I'm, I'm proud of that. Yeah, yeah. humility and respect. That's yeah. great. That's great. <laughs> uh, Ronnie and Miller. I'm so humble. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. It might be the Irish whiskey talking and the lack of breakfast and lunch. Yes. Uh, all right. So, Ronnie Miller also writes and says, I'm listening to a podcast you did back in January of... Uh, January 16th. I think January 16th. Yeah, of, of, of this year. Although it also could be January of 2016 because we've been doing it that no, long. No, it might be. Yeah. Uh, he said, mainly because it was about Navy tobacco, and I'm Navy. Uh, and you're talking about one of my favorite characters, Sherlock Holmes. I'm also a beer guy. For a taste, for a first taste of your podcast, it's a great one. <laughs> uh, love it. And again, that is from Ronnie Miller. So, oh, that's great. Ronnie, thank you for that. Yeah, Ronnie, man, it's so cool. He's uh, into all these different things. He's, uh, you know, into the Navy and Sherlock Holmes and beer, and he stumbles upon our, uh, our podcast. Dude, we got him covered. That's like, good. That's the thing. You think about all the various uh, things that we talk about here, and it's... Uh, <laughs> It's a blast. You know, we've been getting some great um, commentary in coming in for this uh, episode as well. Portland Paul saying Norse mythology is really also getting a bump because of Neil Gaiman's uh, since he wrote a book recently titled The Same Thing. I have not read that, but I will definitely I be picking read that up. Yeah, no, Neil Gaiman, great author. I, I've, I've read uh, some of his stuff, but yeah, I didn't know about that particular one. I've checked that out. Uh, also, uh, Twitter at CDUMO or CDUMO says uh, Piddleton's, <laughs> Chris. yeah, Chris, it says Piddleton's is truly Canadian. He says it's so freaking polite to the palate. It practically says please and thank you for drinking it. Only Canadian spirit I've tried that I actually care for. So that's pretty good. <laughs> that's good. You know, that's the thing. Like, we're down here in the South. And, you know, we, as 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 Americans and, and as, as Southerners, we, we, we like to, you know, jab a little bit, I think, on our, our northern well, we have friends. A, we have a chip on our shoulder, right? Yeah, well, in, but should we? And that's really where it comes from. But, but like, we, we like to jab a little bit at, at America's hat, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's fair. <laughs> America's we, we, hat. We do that. But the reality is, like... <laughs> Like, when the rest of the country makes fun of Canada for being polite, in the South, we should be like, hey, what's wrong with that? I like, know, like, right? Like, like that's 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 our thing too. That's the thing, yeah. yeah. So we, we shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't give it. Canada. But behind their back, that's where we get our. Revenge. That's that's where we do it. Yeah, that's, that's where, where we, we do it. We talk about you we, in the prayer request. That's where it is. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how we do it down south. We 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 talk about you in the prayer request. Y'all pray for her. She's gotten so fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a Squire Select, baby. Man, great uh, great listener feedback. No, it's awesome. Absolutely, awesome, as, as always. And we also really appreciate those of you who are tuning in live and uh, able to tweet in. Uh, of course, this week, uh, we, we had to push back a little bit. And it's interesting because we got some listener feedback as well mm -hmm. from last episode with the new format and the fact that we're in the shop. Um, some folks were saying that, you know, a little bit too much background noise. Got some great feedback from some of you saying, I don't really mind the, the background noise. I actually kind of like it. And so, you know, it's, it's interesting because whenever change comes into the picture, we have to kind of find a way that... Um, 
you know, is we're walking the line. We're man. walking the line. <laughs> and and we also want to be cognizant too of the new listener who's coming in. So many of you uh, came to the podcast because you were looking for to understand pipes, pipe culture, pipe tobaccos. You were starting that journey and you were kind of looking for some ongoing yeah. guidance. And again, that's that's what we are. Absolutely. That, that's, that's our bread and butter. Absolutely. And so, you know, we we want to be we want to be that that industry news and kind of that community for the longtime pipe smoker, but we also want to be that first step for the new pipe smoker as well. And so from that standpoint, you know, we will continue to tweak the show, tweak the technology. Um, who knows? Maybe even next week uh, we'll be at the shop, but it might look a little bit different and we might have a little bit of a different angle. So um, all that to say, over the next couple of weeks, as we're kind of adjusting, I mean, 2018 has been the year of adjustment. It has, man. And Golly. I think it will continue to be until know, the end right? of the year. Yeah. But <laughs> all that to say, we see all that feedback. We see the positive and the negative. We see, um, and when we realize by negative, I don't mean like, you know, hating. I mean like you're, you're giving constructive. Yeah, it's constructive, you know, feedback from folks that are our dear friends. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we want to be cognizant of that. And I just want you to let you know that we do hear that. And um, yeah, we want to, we want to make sure that we're, we're doing our best for you. Yeah, we are. Absolutely. <laughs> well, good deal. Well, hey, of course, uh, Country Squire Radio, uh, it can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com, where generally people can tune in live around midday, let's say, uh, typically at noon, next week at noon. <laughs> that's what, that's what we're going time. for. We're that's really, what we're really going striving for. for regularity right now. It's um, my fault on this week. So, no, it, I mean, you know, it's, it, just, but it is. it's an ongoing thing. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, typically Mondays at, uh, at noon central. And so uh, you can tune in again at CountrySquireRadio.com. You can also follow us throughout the week. I'm at the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole. Or you can get us at the shop at at underscore CountrySquire. And the uh, show's handle is at Squire Radio as well, where folks have been tweeting in during the live show. And you too can join us again at the live show at CountrySquireRadio.com. All right, man. Day drinking. Squire Select. Isn't that something? I'm all about yeah, it. I had a great time. Next yeah. time, breakfast, maybe a little bit of lunch before probably would have been a good idea. Maybe we should do mimosas one week, you know? Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, mix it up, you know, maybe, maybe what's another, Actually, Blood, Bloody Mary's, another good morning drink, you know? Champagne, we can, you know, we got, we maybe, got the, maybe the maybe New Year's episode. chicken and waffles or something, well, I don't know. Oh, hey, no, that's us. And, and, and our favorite breakfast tobacco, I mean, think about it, this could be a lot of fun. I'm yeah. all for it. That, I can't believe you're did the I one just suggesting entertain, it. Did I just entertain chicken and waffles, That's what but you said? not barbecue? I, I, look, let's do both. Why, why can't it be both? I don't know, man. I think it's good. It's sloppy. Well, hey, um, I should have mentioned this <laughs> at the top of the show, so let me get this in here before we officially sign out. Uh, next week, and we'll post this out on our social media, we're doing another Pipe Shop Fails. Uh, definitely one of our most popular episodes, uh, our topics that we've covered in the past, but we want to hear from you. If you've got some Pipe Shop Fails that have happened at your local Pipe Shop, or maybe another Pipe Shop, don't throw your local one under the bus. Us, but maybe one that you're visiting, visiting quotation marks. Uh, let us know. We'd love to share some of those on next week's episode. And again, we'll push that out on social media. But until then, man, this has been fun. I had a great day. Man. All right, let's let's uh no you, no this is your your deal. Yeah, you're gonna say my line. I know, right? You you do it. What are you even doing? Drinking? <laughs> let's go have a day. See you, brother. been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. 